0: Welcome to Mental Millennials, with your host, Shelby Friesen.
1: Okay, today I've got Austin Copson. Um, we've been longtime friends for, I don't know, gotta be 10 years or so now, if not more, 13 years or so. Yeah. Um, and we had recently, I don't know, it's not like we ever disconnected, but I feel like... Um, I know we've always been there, but I guess our friendship was early on based a lot around partying and, um, which was fine. I mean, it, that was like our community at the time and we all hung out at my parents' house, got pissed up, had always a lot of fun and stuff. But then in the most more recent years, we've kind of like you split off, get jobs and, and start doing things for your own life and, um, you know, taking care of your own health and other things. So we've kind of like gone through a lot of weird, um, transformative, different stages of life uh while still in contact so it's kind of a cool journey and we're going to be going and just kind of talking about that like our, our friendship and, and where it started and where it's led to and just shit that's happened so yeah Let's um go. do you want to introduce yourself or you want to just tell talk about how um you, you met um, us or whatever well, my name you- austin copson um <laughs> most I, of you know
0: him yeah um I met Shelby actually in, I was in grade eight, so that would have been 13 years ago. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, I originally, like, I don't know if you remember this, but like the first time I actually remember seeing you was at your dad's house. You would like bike down to like the other street and those kids had the dirt jumps in their, in their, uh in their ditch. It was like Weston or Yeah. Some,
1: oh, I forgot about that?
0: that. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I, I like recall we, in like grade seven, me and Dion, my, like my best friend, we used to bike there from like my dad's house all the time. And we would always like go there and like bike. And like, I recall seeing you and Jamie there one time, mm-hmm. but like we never talked or anything.
1: Yeah. I feel like we definitely crossed paths a lot. Um, honestly, from biking, even at like Crankworks and stuff when we were younger and shit. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And, um,
0: but like the first memory I really have of you was in high school, like the start of grade eight when like September, like we we're getting to know like everybody. Cause like everybody has to, like, or came from different elementary schools, right? Mm-hmm. So like poppy, like uh, the high school we came from, there was probably like five or six like elementary schools around like where we live that like kids would come from. And like the main ones I feel like were like, was mine, like Peterson road. And then like you guys, like North Otter. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was, like, September, like, we had this, like, uh, it was, like, all, like, the new kids, like, got to meet each other. They had, like, lunch and, like, whatever. And I remember, like, meeting Jamie, like, your brother. Yeah. And then um, it was, like, a month after that, like, he came up to me and Dion. We were in the hall, and he's, like, hey, like, my brother's having, like, a high school party. Like, <laughs> you guys want to come join? And, like, I was, like, super scared. I was, like, oh, like, these guys are so much older than us. Like, they're, like, 16, 17 at the time. But, like, we went, because, like, your birthday was in October, I think, right? Mm -hmm, Yeah, Yeah, so October 8th. So, yeah, I recall, like, going to your dad's house, and, like, it was, like, all new to me. I've never been around, like, older people at the time and stuff, and I just recall, like, there's this, like, huge fondue machine and, like, just, like, the best food and, like, all you guys were wasted. And, like, (laughs) I think, like, we had, like, a beer or two, like, but, like, I never really got drunk. Mm -hmm. And then, um... I recall, like, I slept at your guys' house that night. And you're, at your dad's house, you and Jamie had, like, the coolest rooms growing up. Like, you guys had these beds that were, like, yeah, in they the were hung from the ceiling. So, like, you guys would sleep up there, but then there was all this room on the floor. So, like, mm. I remember sleeping on Jamie's floor and then you coming up to me and, like, you literally like caressed me and you wouldn't let me go. <laughs> you're like, no, my baby. And like, you were like holding me. And I was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> it was like, okay. So like finally, these are like how these brothers are. And it's just like, nothing's changed in that fact. Like you guys have just always been like that, like open to
1: people and like open arms and stuff. Yeah. Forget how touchy we are. Yeah, dude. It, like, sometimes. Cause like even with our, cause we had our step, Brother Nick, he yeah. he had been living there too. So I'm like, we were the same with him. Like we would, like, dude, we're watching movies tonight, and we would like make him go in the middle. And me and Jamie would basically like cuddle him. And he's like, dude. All night <laughs> Get the fuck off of me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're just pretty touchy family, but yeah. But
0: yeah, so like throughout high school and stuff, we all became a lot closer. Like I went to school with your brother, mm-hmm. and. Dude, like, your house was that one house we would always go to to skip school and, like, make food and just, like, hang out. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was always that, like, open house to us.
1: And, like, yeah, the other thing that's coming to mind right now, too, is how, like, none of our age differences ever mattered. mattered. Like yeah, there was totally, other, totally. There was other households that I would go to and, like, the older brothers would be like, no, fuck you guys. And, like, it was very separated. Um, yeah. And if they were, like, a couple of grades apart, they wouldn't hang out or... They would think it's weird at our house because, like, everybody would hang out. I was like, man, I don't fucking care who it is or how old you are. We would always just, like, everyone would just chill. Yeah. No,
0: totally. That was, like, a good feeling, too, because I feel like I I didn't really, like, vibe with, like, the kids my age. Mm-hmm. Like, there was, like, only, like, I probably count on one hand, like, the actual, like, friends I, like, really had that, like, were in my age group. hmm And that was, like, a big thing, like, getting out of high school. Like, all my friends are older than me. hmm I only have like two friends right now that are my age. Like they're mostly all older than me and like, it just feels normal. Yeah. It's not like, it's like, yeah, you just
1: realize how much it doesn't really matter. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah. I think it was, uh, I don't know. There was definitely a lot of stuff like that. I think it was cool. I mean, even me, like I have a lot of older friends uh, from that too, like Josh and other people, um, and that was kind of like the crazy part too. It wasn't just like me who was older than you. There was like my friends who were like that the even, same. So they were like. two, years. Like older too. Yeah. And like so we were still at all party. And yeah. like it would just be fine. Yeah. So then like you, some of the people were actually like four or five years older than um you. So it was always, uh, yeah. It was I definitely cool. felt pretty cool. Like going to those parties. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this <laughs> just sweet. <laughs> yeah, man. We had a lot of like. Dude, a lot of, a lot of memories growing up. hmm yeah, we, I don't know, like just skipping school and going there and literally doing whatever and I don't know, I mean Dwayne didn't necessarily like it, uh, Dwayne's my dad. but <laughs> Dwayne
0: didn't really like me a lot when I was younger because i I was pretty like, I would like smoke cigarettes at your dad's house and like throw butts on the ground and like he would like find that and like, obviously like me at that age, like I don't think it, I'm like, whatever, like, why is he such a fucking asshole? But mm. like, I look back and like, if that was my house, I'd like, I totally understand where he comes
1: from. But like, I, yeah, I think the same thing too, though, is like when we would have parties, like he never wanted us to have parties, but well, obviously, but did. <laughs> we would always have them and you weren't the only person who smoked. No. So, but it was like literally impossible to clean up fucking all these cigarette butts like you you're always gonna miss one so like yeah. every time there would be any he's like fucking austin it's oh, like yeah, I was get to blame. I like, yeah. was just that
0: easy target. Like, oh, it was awesome. It's just
1: because he's the only one that he knows. Like, yeah. when he doesn't know there's, like, 50 to 100 people at his house, like, obviously he's going to blame it. I totally
0: forgot, like, how many people would be at your guys' house and, like, the parties and, like, you guys would just pay someone to clean it the next day. Like, oh yeah, poor man. Dwayne, man. Like, our parents just go through so fucking much, like just dealing with that through high school. But, like, it's a good thing because, like, I'm, like, there's no memory that I would ever, like, want out of my life. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so happy we, like, had those stages in our lives. Because, mm-hmm. like, I just look back and I'm like, man, like, thankfully, like, I've outgrown a lot of, like, bad habits and stuff. But, like, there's no, like, bad time I look back at. Like, it was all, like, just great memories. Like, we'd laugh at, like, we still laugh to this day about, like. Oh, yeah. All the dumb stuff that we used to do. <laughs> yeah,
1: <it's>, like, <sighs> I think. I know it's kind of, like, even right now, sometimes I feel like, I don't know, like even doing this sober challenge thing and all that stuff, like I don't yeah, it's like not I never once wished that I didn't do the things that I've done or that I didn't drink enough to fuck myself up. It's yeah. like those those were the things that teach you all that stuff and like there's definitely a lot of good things it brought. Like even in our younger age, like, you know, as we did all start to drink more, like it just kinda like, you know, brings you closer and, and builds that community and then it mm-hmm. almost like just use that later um now. Yeah, still, but yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of some of like the stupid ass shit that we did there. I feel like because
0: you guys graduated three years after me and like Jamie and stuff, right? So you started going to the clubs three years before us. Mm -hmm. So like you like at that stage when you were 19, we were 16, 17. Yeah. So then we were still in grade Eleven and twelve, mm-hmm. so like we would still be going to like high school parties, and like you guys would still come. Yeah, you true. guys would show up to the high school parties, and like it would be fine. And then, but you guys like it was that little stage where it was like fuck. Like we have two years; these guys were partying. Like I we feel were just like, so
1: ready to go to the clubs, like because we were just like look at all the snaps and like. And I feel like we would all meet up after like we would go out and party at the clubs and then you guys would be partying somewhere but they all fucking close it too yeah so then we would just meet wherever so like if you guys were at a party or we would all just go to like uh dwayne's house after and continue partying um the after parties were always the best in my opinion oh 100 we always
0: had the best times after the clubs yeah like, whenever it was from like mitchell's townhouse like how many times would we go there after gabby's like mm-hmm. we would literally just party there like twice a weekend and it was always funner I feel like because we could just dance and like be ourselves yeah literally
1: all we would do is just I feel like people <laughs> didn't know what the hell we did like even when we had house parties here it's like we would just there'd be four dudes literally oh, four dudes and now. we would just dance till like five in the morning doing like I don't even know it doesn't even make sense but yeah it was always just like I don't know a good time it just like felt good to be together no for sure
0: hmm but like we still look back like even like a lot of the people we used to hang out with like we've like I've we've like we've all outgrown like certain friends like Mm -hmm. I look back at it now like that group that we always used to be with like there's only like four or five of us that actually still talk like Mm -hmm. pretty frequently
1: nowadays yeah that's true um I think it's because we all did those things before yeah Uh, like we were friends before that um kind of stage like there's definitely I feel like as we drank and went through like as we kind of evolved through the drinking like from high school house parties to going out also like social media was evolving then too like we i don't know man i think about it in the way that we grew up it's like k in high school we're putting facebook statuses that are just like you couldn't even post fucking photos. Remember like no, for so like, long, there was, was just no a, news
0: feeds of like news. It was just statuses.
1: Yeah. And like, yeah, it was literally just statuses. Like yeah. I'm going to bed. Like you literally just see the dumbest shit. But then in even uh, Snapchat wasn't even a thing to like, I don't even think I had that in high school. Nope. It um, definitely wasn't. I think it came out. Cause sometimes I joke about I remember, how it, how it like ruined my first like, relationship. Cause like we yeah. started Snapchatting shit and then like, Yeah, man. I just feel like we were all friends before these like kind of maybe faker or like unrealistic things came around like, we were all friends in high school. We were friends because of who we actually were Mm -hmm. and like connecting, um, like a real connection. And then we, we grew with the social media and like whatever we started using fucking Snapchat and, and Instagram and stuff. But then, um, like even i'm not gonna say any names but it just makes me think about one of our friends had like literally two girlfriends for like fucking straight like oh my god two like honestly for like two years man and i did not even uh, know them either of them i've never seen them in my life yeah and y- yeah we did didn't we or maybe at the it, time we did maybe i, I knew one but i was we just, didn't even know what was going on at the time though like we did near the end of it No, like,
0: that's how good, like, this guy was at, like, being, like, that person. I
1: don't know. But it was only, it only worked because no one, like, knew each other, had a way to find mutual friends, whereas, like... That was like at the beginning of Instagram, probably when I was like 19 or 20. And as it started evolving, like I remember- 2012, I think. So you were 19, yeah, and I was grade 11. That's when Instagram came out, 2012. Yeah, yeah, because like as it started evolving, we would be like going out to parties like, oh yeah, like you'd get an Instagram from people. and, And at first it'd be like- Oh, they, like, know one person you know or whatever because you could see the followed by and thing. And you would see, like, the first 11 likes But as soon as the names would disappear
0: and you got 11 likes, like, that was a big thing.
1: Oh, yeah, I know. And the
0: hashtags, it was, like, yeah, like just
1: whatever. It's just, like... But then now, as it evolved, you started to see, like, you like, oh, shit, this person knows, like, 30 people I know. Yeah. And, like, it, the weird chain of, like, intertwining everyone, I feel like you just start to meet so many people and, like when we were drinking and, and going through this and meeting all these people, I feel like we would meet groups cause like everyone would kind of being groups. So we'd like get into a group of friends and we'd like make some new ones, but then we would just like keep rolling over. Like we always stayed the same, like yeah. our core group, but then we would like make new friends and then they would, I don't know. It was almost just like, the, cause you don't really know who anybody is. It's like, just cause you saw them on Instagram or you're like mutual friends it's really mean much like you'd basically hang out with them for enough time to realize if you're like connecting or not, or if they liked you or vice versa. And then that was it. Whereas like for us, we had like been friends for a long time before that. So we always stuck through, um, whatever it was that was coming, um, from other places. Yeah. So no, that's
0: totally true. Cause I feel like we always had like our core group of friends when we would go out Mm -hmm. and then there would be like six months, to a year periods that like other people would tag along or we would hang out with certain different groups. And then like, in the end, like it just was always thus us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I still feel like that because like, yeah, but for sure in the past couple of years, like we've like toned down like everything, like mm-hmm. I like personally, like in the past two years, like haven't even really partied at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was like really good that we did that earlier you know like i'm happy oh my god man if that was like still like how we are now like i don't even think i would be here no man dude we would party like long weekends three fucking nights a weekend regular weekends
1: friday saturday gabby's town hall oh yeah downtown like every night and like we also it was late too like we would go and party with people and at two o'clock they'd be going to bed and we're like dude we're after party until five in the morning yeah like every (laughs) night and you know, we weren't even doing drugs like for a long time. <laughs> okay, <bud>. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm serious. Like even now, when I drink and like, no, pe- yeah, and, and it's like one o'clock. I mean, I have I haven't in a long time, but um, you know, in the mo- my more recent years, like if I decide I'm gonna get pissed up for a night, it's like I'm not going to bed at two. Yeah, and it's just I've never being like that i'm just like i don't know, I feel like anything i do i'm just all in yeah um, i know for sure i'm the same way you all know me you yeah. know my stories like dude like i don't like when i'm partying i'm
0: partying like i'm there's no quitting until like there's either no booze no drugs or like i'm
1: alone in my room and i'm like i just have to go to bed this is just like dude you know he's gets so hectic i just like you know or like when you think like, do i'm gonna say one thing you know, like
0: I don't care that we talk about like my past stories, like there was like substances involved and like a lot of drinking, but like, this is like the past, like totally, like I've definitely outgrown that a lot. So mm-hmm. like, <laughs> you can't just think I'm like that, but like, like I said, man, I would never take any of it back. It, it's made me who I am now. So like,
1: yeah, man, it is, what th- it is. Yeah. I don't think it matters at all. It's just like, so funny. And and I, even sometimes now I get w- worried to talk about it, like if I'm with new friends or something, yeah. and like you know, breaking up that maybe I like I did because, ju- like, I think people are so easy to judge, yeah, and and to just think that I mean, I was bad for this too, where I just thought people don't change. Um, I yeah. had like a lot of weird experiences with girls where they would just like I don't know, like a lot of weird, like random, not even like sort of cheating on things where they would just do things, and I'm like, man, like all, all girls are the all same, all girls are shit, blah blah yeah. blah, and I'm like, okay. Hey, Whereas, like, now, I mean, for many years with us, with friends that we had met and stuff, they just didn't like us. And, like, yeah, like, we were dicks and shit for, like, yeah. a, a few years and we weren't the nicest people. But it's funny now to to see those people again with such a different view a lot of times where I'm like, dude, I don't fucking care. Like, it doesn't matter to me. Like, that, it just feels like that was a lifetime ago, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that when people hold that against you, like, that's just their own problem yeah um now so that's okay but i think too oh yeah like like a lot of times when people ask me oh like you know like how do you like what do you do when you used to party and all this kind of shit i'm like i don't know like do you really want to know i know
0: that's what i'm kind of like phrasing like like do i like tell like all our stories but i mean like that's our life yeah people just can't
1: like accept that and listen to it and like yeah. Like I first used like, yeah, especially with like my new girlfriend situation, like, you know, I'm kind of sitting there and like her family or sisters or whoever's asking. There's a place in time. Like- yeah. I mean, I mean, they're getting more open to it for sure. But like just weird shit where at the beginning I always hold back when I meet people and it's like, I, I don't know, man, like the shit we used to do. And like, I'm just right now I have in my head this, like, she, she had ran like this route we used to run. She took a photo of this house. Yeah. She go, I like this house. And I was like, Oh, we literally, like, stole this golf golf cart one year, <laughs> and then we would just drive... We were like, we wasn't even old enough to drive, I don't think, but we would drive around with a, with a two-six of Crown, three of us, on a fucking golf cart, riding around the neighborhood drinking it, and... I, I remember when you guys had that golf cart in your dad's shop, dude. Yeah, man. We just told him we got it for free, but we actually stole it, yeah. and then he fucking we drew the, the house she sent me a photo of they have like a vinyl fence i've never seen anyone who has it before and like, you took that f- fence out yeah it looks like wood but jamie was driving he's like fuck he's he's like i'm gonna hit it i'm gonna <laughs> hit it and i'm like no dude this is gonna hurt so Ugh. much because we thought it was wood but when he hit it it literally exploded into like a million pieces yeah. and their lawn was like all covered in christmas shit just mowed it down and me, I, me jamie and nick schaefer did the same thing in that
0: I don't even know if I should just name drop the golf course. <laughs> Probably not. But like the one near your guys' house. Yeah. And we we did, we did took two of those golf carts one night. Those
1: things were like the easiest things to hotwire. You literally would just go in the cop holder, boom. Yeah. Like thing would start. Yeah, man. It's kind of funny because I think about it sometimes too. I'm like, I don't know. Like, should I not talk about this stuff? Because what if someone hears it and then like tries to fucking sue me or go to jail or something. But at the same time, like every time I drive by those places, I'm like, when I'm fucking rich in a couple years and like something I do works, I'm going to go back to all those places and just like straight, I'm going to order like a hundred brand new golf carts to get delivered to that place with like a note saying, I'm that asshole that stole your golf cart. Here you go. Um, And even those other places where it's like, I never forget those things we did. And it's not that like, I don't feel bad. I don't know. It's not that I don't like, it's not that I don't feel bad. Like I'm not sitting here thinking like, Oh, you fucking idiots. Like we stole your shit. Fuck you. It's more like, man, like that was funny. I want to be able to laugh about it. But at the same time, I always think like, I wonder how I can like make that up to them like years later. Yeah. Like even that house It's just like, imagine walking up to that person's house with that fence and like, it's fixed. I ran <laughs> to it yesterday to look, obviously, I mean, that was 10 years ago, maybe. Yeah. But imagine going up to that house in like, you know, a couple of years from now, and just saying like, hey um you know here's some money I, buy I, a new fence yeah I literally like blew through your fence like however long ago I just wanted. I just to
0: just hope it's the same people that own the house when it happened at the time that's the thing they'll be like oh, what are you talking about yeah I'm like oh whatever
1: you can have a you can have this anyways it yeah gives a shit. yeah I just think like it's cool to do that honestly
0: but- if I was like old and like my fence got ruined and like somehow I knew it was like kids hammered like on a golf cart I would probably laugh I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, man. <laughs> like, I don't think I would be that mad. I, I don't I know, know because I just look back and we've done that stuff, but there's a lot of people that haven't had those experiences and don't understand like what it's like being like that. So mm-hmm.
1: it's like, yeah, I think that's actually a really good point. I never th- really think, I don't know. I, I think for us, this is something that comes up a lot for me too, is like we've done all these like weird, not weird, but just like we've done a lot of dumb shit and like, doing that you know that like I just think it makes everything else in life easier in a sense and it makes like the other hard it makes harder times easier yeah like sure. like we've done so much stupid shit we've gotten troubles for so much stuff that it's like you just start to not be so scared of like doing things or you know taking risks and you know back back in the day our risks were like stealing stupid shit or getting super hammered and doing dumb shit, but now, uh, it's like applying those lessons from risk to like useful shit.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. I just want to like go back to what you were just talking about, how like you kind of have to like, like kind of watch what you say around your new girlfriend's like parents in a sense, because Mm -hmm. you don't want to be judged in a sense. Mm -hmm. I literally dealt with the same thing with my like most recent ex Mm -hmm. where like, I was so worried what her parents would think about me. Mm -hmm. Like, I have tattoos and stuff, right? Right. And like for the first three, four months that I used to go to her house when we first started like dating, I would wear long sleeves. Like I wouldn't even wear like my, uh, my tattoos out because I was like, you know what? Like people are so quick to judge tattoos. like a lot of people are like, oh, like he sells drugs or he's a gangster. It's like, Mm -hmm. no, I literally just like the artwork. Yeah. Yeah. I just like that. But like, that's just another thing. It's just like, but then it was so weird. Cause like when they found out I had them, they were just like, so acceptance of it. So it's like, you always think things are a lot different than the, what, like the actual
1: outcome is going to be. So like, like she, uh, didn't tell you that her parents, I would think something N- from them. You, no, you she just- told
0: me it wasn't a big deal. She's like, no, they're not going to say anything. But like, I just had this like gut feeling. I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh, I just don't want, I want them to get to know me before they like, assume what I like am like because a lot of people can just assume things off looks right mm-hmm.
1: no a hundred percent um did I ever tell you that story about Derek when we went into uh a restaurant in Aldergrove no and he had his tattoos out so he's got like I think he's got a full I don't know if his legs I think he has like a, his leg sleeves he's got done a too. tattoos yeah, yeah so it's like two sleeves and his leg and there was this restaurant in Aldergrove we'd never been to uh and I don't know, we're going to pick up some parts. This is my business partner from Ride. Um, and he's like, oh, fuck, should we try this rush? I'm like, sure. So we go in and we sit down. And this is like when I was still like all anxietyed out too from stuff. So like I was just kind of getting back from it. And we went there and we I think there was like a couple other families in this old couple. And him and I sat down. And it was, like, summer, so we were in t-shirt and shorts, both of us. So they're all just showing. Yeah, so you could see everything. I mean, I'm assuming this is why this happened. Like, there's no other reason why it wouldn't. So I was sitting there, and um, we were like this. So Derek would have been, like, I was facing him, but behind Derek uh, was this couple, and they were sitting, like, sideways, and there was this old man and lady, and this guy was like, me and Derek were just talking. We'd ordered an orange juice or something at this point. So we'd been there Mm -hmm. for, like, five minutes, and I hear this guy. He's like... (laughs) over there and he's just saying some weird shit i forget he's a like, call oh, he's like fucking oh i don't remember he was just like staring i mean i'm like kind of looking behind him like yeah, i we're gonna keep looking at this guy <laughs> and then i remember the wife being like just be quiet and eat just be quiet and eat like saying it to him i'm like dude what the fuck and i'm like to like i'm like dude i think like I'm like to derrick like, dude i think this guy's talking about us mm-hmm. and he's like what I'm like, yeah, man, this old fucking man behind us is like staring at us and shit, like doing weird shit. And he's like, what the fuck? He's like, no, he's not. I'm like, "Dude, yeah, I think he's like, should I just turn around? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Like, so Derek just turns around. He's like, just looks at him. He's like, man, like something wrong. And yeah. think Shai's like, what do you do for work? <laughs> Derek's like, what, man? He's like, what do you mean what do I do for work? He's like, it's none of your business. Yeah. And he's like, what do you do for work? And he's like, basically, obviously, thinks you're, like, a gangster or something is what, yeah, exactly. what I'm assuming. And the guy it just kept asking all these questions. And Derek's like, man, it's none of your fucking business. Like, don't worry about what we, what we do. Eat your fucking breakfast. And mm. I'm like, oh, great. Here we go. We're going to, like, fight this 80-year-old. Like, what the <laughs> hell is going on? You're just freaking out. No, so, <laughs> yeah, we're sitting there, literally. And the, and the, and the wife at this point is like just shut up shut up and like getting mad at him and i forget what he said but derek finally stands up he's like don't think i won't punch you out old man oh my we're god literally in- and i
0: could just picture you because you used to get so like nervous in like those heated like, moments yeah dude i'm and probably just like, just like
1: oh my god i'm getting straight anxiety and i'm like yeah. dude like is this gonna happen and the and the wife started crying she's like stop stop and we're just like fuck you we're not even gonna eat this place anymore and we just walked out and i was oh, like god. oh my god but it's just like why would you be like that? It's like that guy's literally just well, like, I don't know. You
0: never know. Like, yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying, man. Like people just have such different perspectives on that stuff. Like I felt like in situations where I've been out, like people have like been eyeing me for like that. I'm
1: like, dude, I'm like the last guy that would be a gangster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. Even other people like who maybe are those things or whatever, like think you might be a bad person, like a, yeah. you know, someone else. Yeah, or exactly. Something. Yeah, man. It's, uh, I don't know. It's weird, but it's not. I don't know. I think it also comes too from like a lot of it. Like I, like I also used to judge people on mm-hmm. those things. Right. And that's a lot. usually why it happens too is cause I'm like, I'm judging other people so that I'm assuming that other people are doing the same thing to me. And then you started working at ride and all Derek's buddies have tattoos and you're just around these guys all day. Yeah, man. Like I think that was cool. Like that was a really good experience for me to, you know, get to spend time, um, with them and other people and like, you know, they're a really close, uh, friend group as well. And like, you know, it's kind of like, dude, people do get intimidated. Like when, you know, we would go places with like a few of us, like I can tell, like when you walk into a restaurant, there's all these families, it's just like three big dudes, like fully tatted. Oh yeah. And I just always felt like I looked so funny. Cause like, I'm just this skinny little dude with like ripped jeans on and like vans. And mm-hmm. it's not like they didn't not like they dress weird they kind of wear the same thing but i don't know like it just in my own mind i feel like you look so much tougher yeah with like no, tattoos sure. i don't know they just looked like i just thought they looked tougher than me and it was always funny like when i would watch i would pay a lot of attention to people's reactions like when we would go uh places or do things it was kind of funny
0: it's kind of like a sense like going like clubbing with mitchell at the time like yeah one of our good best friends he's like six foot four like 250 pounds and like like I still cannot name one time we've ever had a confrontation at a club when Mitchell was there. Yeah, yeah. Because like no one would ever want to fuck with him. Like yeah. even though he's like a like a peacemaker, like yeah. I, he wouldn't fight. Yeah, but I like know. it's just like that image where like people are like, dude, this guy literally looks he's massive. Mhm. And like yeah, so I like, I've never had a confrontation like with that guy around. Mm-hmm. And it kind of it goes like that. People just like think so differently like this guy would just kill anyone, but he's like the complete opposite. <laughs> He's just like <laughs> he'll stop fights. He'll make sure like fights won't
1: stop. Yeah, yeah. No, it's so funny. hmm Yeah. It's uh <clears throat> I don't know. Just a weird a weird thing. Yeah.
0: But I guess we can like maybe start getting into how uh how when you started like getting all like this anxiety and like like all like the habits started taking a toll on you and like mm-hmm. I think you were what age? You were twenty. Two, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three.
1: 21, 22, 23. Yeah. I want to say I was like 23. I don't know. Okay. So being that makes like, sense. It's been like four or five years from now. No, that
0: makes sense. Cause I would have been 20 years old. And so like, honestly, like this is like a part where I would judge people mm-hmm. like me growing up, man. Like I would always hear like when we're younger, like anxiety wasn't really a thing. Like people no, were really talking about, about it. it. It was never really brought up and mentioned like, and like, Yeah. Like, like obviously there's been times where I've felt like a little off and stuff, but like coming from like the household I grew up in, like my dad, he's just like so opposite of that where like he would make you feel like it's just like a complete lie and like, Mm -hmm. like just grow out of it or kind of something. But yeah. But so like, I remember like you dealing with all this stuff and like, I was still in like, literally like the like climb of my party stage. So like, I'm still like, what the fuck? Like, there's no way I'm not partying. Mm -hmm. So like, you guys, you and Jamie were living in your guys' place in Brookswood. Mm -hmm. And then you started like dealing with it. You weren't really so open about it at first, but like I would remember like you being like, no, I'm not wanting to go out. Mm -hmm. No, like kind of just like backing away from it. And then like, we finally like found out like what was going on with you. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, I like, I don't even want to like say this. (laughs) It's kind of like just (laughs) being an asshole, but like, I was like, fuck, man. Like, Shelby's such a pussy. Like, (laughs) what is wrong with this kid? Like, he's fucking, like, he's got anxiety. Like, that's not even a real thing. Like, what, he can't fucking party anymore? Like, Mm -hmm. and, like, I was always, like, I'm not just saying that was me. Like, a lot of our friends thought that. Oh, 100%, man. And, like, I just never really understood, like, what was going on in your body. And that's, like, a really selfish thing, too. Mm -hmm. But... That was just my mindset. I was like, man, like, there's no way this guy could feel this shitty for this long and, like, Mm -hmm. change his complete diet. Like, that year that you did your full transformation and, like, tried to start all these new things. Mm -hmm. Dude, I didn't see you for one fucking year.
1: Yeah, I know. (laughs) Like,
0: literally, the whole year, I was like, this is the longest time I've never seen this guy for it. And then we would try to get you out, like, all the time. Like, Shelby, come to the bar. Come downtown. And, like, we just never really fully understood. But like a lot lately, like since like, I've learned a lot about myself and like, I, I've learned that I've dealt with like some depression and anxiety lately, maybe my, actually my whole life. And like, I'm just starting to learn about it now because like I said, I always just shy away from it and like, be like, no, it's nothing. Brush it off. Like Mm -hmm. this isn't real. Yeah. But uh, I don't even know where I was going with that (laughs) with you and your depression, anxiety. Oh yeah. So like now I look back at it and like, I like, I feel so bad and like, I totally understand, man. Like it happens. And like, It honestly, like, as weird as it is, like, dude, that was meant to happen to you in a Mm -hmm. a way because, like, look at, like, your habits and stuff and, like, drinking, eating. Dude, we would be at your dad's house. You would be, like, coming home with, like, a one liter of chocolate milk, fucking desserts. <laughs> like you would eat like shit. Oh, yeah, 100 percent I never was like that. Like I grew like I always I eat pretty good my whole life. Like my parents would never buy like sugary stuff. I never got like sugar cereal. I never got like fruit gushers. Like mm-hmm. I was pissed when I was a kid because I was like, dude, everybody gets the best snacks. Yeah. I yeah. get fucking cucumbers and balsamic vinegar. Like just like weird things. Yeah. But like I recall you at like for so long, you would literally like you you needed a dessert every day. You would go to Dairy Queen, you'd get a blizzard. You would go to Krauseberry, you'd get a freaking pie. And a milkshake and Every day, dude. Wendell's. Like, whenever I saw you at your dad's house, you'd be working on cars, you'd be doing something, but you'd always be eating something shitty. Mm-hmm. So, like, you just add a bunch of that stuff up and then it's obviously just a recipe for disaster, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it could happen to anyone. Like, dude, like, bad habits. Like, you, they keep doing it. Just like, um, recently, I was just up at camp and I just found out my dad had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Dude, my whole life, his habits are worse than like your habits used to be. <laughs> dude, that guy doesn't eat breakfast. Like he's a machine, dude. He works like seven days a week. Mm-hmm. He doesn't eat breakfast. He'll take a banana to work. Mm-hmm. He'll work like a 12, like a 12 to 15 hour shift daily because like he just loves work. And then mm-hmm. like, he'll come home. His only meal of the day is a uh, dinner. He'll mm-hmm. eat like a huge dinner and then just start crushing beers. Like yeah, yeah, every fucking day. Some days he won't even, he'll forget to eat dinner and just crush beers. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And like me growing up and like seeing that, I thought that was like normal. I was like, oh, like that's not even a, like a weird thing.
1: Yeah. I think that's actually like a really important thing that like, not necessarily a good important thing, but something that I I felt the same way about where um, I really started drinking. Honestly, I think a lot of it was based around my family. No, for sure. Um, Because I lived in Whistler for a few years after high school.
0: And your uncles work at like...
1: Yeah, I worked for my uncle's company. They had a fab shop, a steel fabrication shop. And I mean, we would always eat lunch for sure, but it was usually just kind of like, you know, we'd have a quick coffee or something in the morning. And I'd pretty much have a mocha and a cinnamon bun every morning for breakfast, which is fucking hectic. And That's like healthy. so much sugar. Um, and then for lunch, we would usually go out and eat like a a go out meal. And I liked I liked this one place because it had all day breakfast, so I would just crush French toast and shit. And that was in B. Yeah, in Pambi for lunch, and then but after work. They had a beer machine at the shop. A beer machine. Yeah, man. Like, like literally, you
0: could literally buy beers.
1: Yeah, like like a pot machine, but you buy beers, but they charged <laughs> the exact same price as the beer, so you're just paying. So f- you're for- just helping the boys out. Yeah, man. It, it <laughs> just was just like yeah, grab a beer. It was just like a cool thing, so you would pay for your beer, but they would just restock it, so you didn't have to buy beer. So, so would they stock it themselves, or someone would come in and stock it? Uh no, they would go. Um, they would just buy like a, a two, four, like when six. I was old enough, I did the beer runs when oh, I okay. was 19. So I would take the work truck to the liquor store and buy fucking 400 bucks worth of beers or mm. or whatever and fill the whole thing up. And then, but it was funny because, you know, everyone would sit around. So after work, like you were pretty much a fucking loser if you didn't have a beer with everyone yeah. and like, they don't do it anymore. I mean, times are just different now, especially like. This was kind of before, like, drinking and driving was a huge thing. I mean, like, obviously, it's never been good. But, like, this was before they had all the crazy rules uh, and all this shit. And, you know, even cops were, like, less strict. But either way, you would they would sit there and, like, everybody would have, like, at least a few beers, usually, like, two to five, I would mm. say. And then it would be funny because once you hit, like, three or four, then my uncles would be like, oh, like, people would literally put <laughs> They'd make IOUs. He's like, bro, I have bro, no... like, <laughs> I'll I'll pay you back 10 bucks. He's like, like, I have no more change today. So they'd write IOUs and put it in the machine. Oh, and my take- God. So basically, like... Every- they would take it? Well, no, like, you could open up the thing that, that took the change, and you could put IOU in and it. flop it in there. And, and, so and, then when they take the change out, they
0: see that. Yeah, they would
1: see it, and, and you then they would just... They would take the key and just unlock the the machine. So you could just open the door and take it out like a fridge. So every day would like escalate to not every day, but it would often escalate to like free range of the beer fridge. And then we would, you know, like that was just normal, like five o'clock hit or three o'clock you drink beers to like five or six with the guys. And then we'd go home and make dinner and drink a bunch more beers, hit the hot tub, have a couple of beers. Like I would pretty much be drunk every <laughs> night. And like, yeah. I saw my, my uncles doing this and all these other guys and, at that point, like, you're looking up to these people too. I'm like, man, like, do you have this cool company? And, like, one day I want to have my own business and whatever these things were. You're seeing a spit image of yourself. <laughs> like, you're like, this is going to be me. Yeah. <laughs> and, but you just, that's what everybody did. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, my dad drank on weeknights and, like, not as much. Uh, he used to get mad at me about it. But I'm like, dude, you're still having a glass of wine. I'm just having two beers. What's the fucking difference? Mm-hmm. Um, so it just is such a common thing that people do, like you're saying, where it's just like, I don't know, it just seems normal, um, until it fucks you up. And even they're realizing yeah. now how, you know, holy shit, why am I drinking so much of this shit? Um, and they're, they're drinking a, a lot less too. So, yeah, but it's crazy. You just kind of grow up and it is so normal. Well, I came from a household of alcohol,
0: right? Like mm-hmm. My parents both drank like still to this day. Mm-hmm. Like, my dad will never admit he's an alcoholic, but, like, he for sure is a functioning alcoholic. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, yeah, that's a that's a good description. That's what we say, too. It's just, like, you're a functioning alcoholic. Like, he
0: sold, he, he'll crush beers. He wakes up 5 a.m. every day, goes to work fine. I've never seen that guy have a hangover in his life. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, I drink two beers. I'm out for, like, fucking a week. Oh, yeah, man. I can't deal with it anymore. Like, I just, like, my body's not built for drinking alcohol. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't like, know finally, if anybody's. <laughs> I finally, like, realized that. But, like... Well, for him, for instance, I think like he relies on it because he's so used to drinking. Where like if he's not drinking, like he probably feels really fucked up. If he's not like,
1: I think so too. Yeah, you definitely get like some withdrawal habits, right?
0: Like you just—it's like any addiction. It's Mm -hmm. like you rely on that thing,
1: right? Yeah, I remember my uncle used to tell me, "I'm like, dude, I just like the there they, there rules where if you if you drink with the boys, you got to get up with the men." That's the rule. So, like, I don't give a fuck how many beers you have tonight with everybody, but you got to get up and come yeah. to work tomorrow. And that was like the one rule. Uh, but it was funny about the hangover thing. because I'm like, dude, like I remember one morning saying something to him and I was like, man, I don't know how the fuck you do it. I was like, I just feel like shit. I was like, I mm-hmm. can't fucking do it. And he's like, he's like, you just can't think about it. He's like, just, that's yeah, there's it. no way you can not think about it when you feel that shitty. I know. I'm like, dude, I don't know. Like you're some veteran fucking mind trained. Um, like, beer hang, hangover beer drinkers. I'm <laughs> like, holy shit. Like, I can't do that. Yeah, it's wild. But I don't know. It's just, like, one of those things that's grown in society. And, like, even now, like, every waitress asks if you want a drink. It's just, like, a normal thing. Everybody should just it's get a drink. It's weird when you grab
0: a water. You're, like, at the bar, and you're like, I just want a water. Like, I just want to order food and a water.
1: And, it, like, you just feel like you're just, like, shunned upon. And you're like, uh-uh. I feel, yeah, I feel bad because I think – I mean i don't I shouldn't feel bad um I don't know, like there's even some restaurants that I personally went to like a lot and bought a lot of drinks, mm-hmm. and then I would go back you know like later years, like, shit, like I just don't do this anymore and get a water and and kind of feel bad, but I don't even think it's like i again, it's like just me assuming that waitresses don't like it because the alcohol cranks your bill up. And it oh, makes yeah, that's you, how they make their money. And it makes you more likely to give a bigger tip, I think, too. Like, you know, especially guys, they get a little bit junk. They're like, oh, you know, I'll just leave a bigger tip. And, and you're not
0: just grabbing one beer. You're going to grab three.
1: Yeah, not many people just get one. So now it's kind of like, I don't know, but at the end of the day, too, like instead of me getting a beer or two to crank up the, the tip, you know what I mean? Like I'm kind of like, okay, yeah, they would get a bigger tip depending how much I I give but what if i just don't get like i don't know i feel like i i'm generous and i and i want those people to be making um you know good money and stuff too so still tip tw- or tip 20% like yeah i i tip 20 everywhere that i go yeah same or like you know like i'll never tip less than 5 bucks pretty much mm-hmm. so like if i go and, and my meals, 20 bucks like 20% would be 4 pretty much always leave 5 bucks um mm-hmm. Because I don't know, it's like even for me, it, it's cheaper than me getting a drink or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm still saving money, and I'm still getting to give them a good tip. Like I'd rather give this server my money than the alcohol company in in reality. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I feel like you get a weird like initial uh, service, or sometimes even worse service because like oh, all they're getting is food. Who gives a shit?
0: No, like, I, I uh, yeah, I feel that
1: too. Unless you're going to like an actual restaurant. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, if you have like a pub or bari type place, they don't like it seems mm-hmm. like I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> I wanna go
0: back onto like what I was like when we were talking about like how we were dealing with you going through your mm-hmm. transition. It was like pretty cool thing to see like at times too. Like when you came out with us. We all went to Pemberton Festival. Like it was the last time it was like actually running. Oh yeah, yeah. And like obviously we're all there. We're just blasted on like every drug you can think of.
1: (laughs) The green room, dude.
0: Oh my god. But like you would like that was the one moment where like you like actually came out Mm -hmm. as sober. Yeah. Like you enjoyed yourself. And like I looked at that and I was like, fuck, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Like when you can actually like be comfortable around a hundred thousand kids on drugs. And then you're the only sober kid at this music festival. I couldn't imagine like what that felt like for you in a sense, because like, you still like you were around us and like, you knew that we were still all fucked up and like, you didn't, you didn't like judge us or like mm-hmm. you didn't, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. That's the hard part too. Like it definitely had a lot of judgment against people at the start. Um Because you probably couldn't fathom the fact that you couldn't do it. So then you're like, fuck out. Like why do these
0: kids get to do it?
1: Um, that, yeah, I had that for like a a while, like at the beginning, definitely where I was like, you know what, like, what the fuck, why, why does this happen to me and everybody else can drink? But then it kind of, kind of transformed to like, I realized how much damage it did to me. And I didn't want that to happen to anybody else. Um, so you were like looking out for us in a sense. Yeah. I was more like worried, um, because I saw so much of like my family and friends, um, using those things and uh after after that happened to me like I I didn't care that much I mean I care about everybody but like when I saw my own friends and like family doing that was the hardest thing where I was like fuck like man they're gonna like I basically was just like fuck these guys are just gonna die and that's (laughs) like what I was thinking you know but um at the same time too it's like for me if I'm going to just sit in, like I could just hide from alcohol the rest of my life, right? Like I could have just sat in my room and gone, fuck you, I'm never coming out. Mm-hmm. But even like you just, you did do that for a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I kind of had to, uh, but yeah, no, I in understand. a sense, not... but then I kind of thought like, you know what, like, what am I going to do? Like, just like you were saying about me coming there sober and you being like, wow, that's like pretty cool. If I never did that, like we wouldn't even be talking here right now. Probably. I would just never seen you again. Uh, whereas, like... That's a scary thought. (laughs) Whereas, like, me coming and being like, you know what, fuck it. Like, I'm going to go there and, like, I want to try and be an example to show that I can do that. And, like, that was the first time I did it. And, like, I definitely was a little bit... Dude, I I remember you had your gab in your hand, your popping gab. Yeah, I was eating my little, like, natural calming pills because I was still getting, like, anxiety and shit a bit by, like, all the people. But I felt more comfortable, like being with you guys but also just like you know letting go in the music and like I had a fucking awesome time and like to this day I still say like I wish I could go to another music festival and like just Mm -hmm. be sober and like do that when you're around so many people and yeah man it was like it was tough but it was still fun and that's something I'm still working on it it's I think honestly though those festivals that's an easy place to do it to what, be sober? Oh, yeah. Way easier to be sober. in like, a club? Like a festival, yeah. I think then like a club or even a small gathering at home or like with other friends because you're there and like everyone's paying attention to the music. There's so many people. It's like, I remember on the Sunday night, it was um, DJ Snake, I think it was like the last one. That was and, the last uh, sh- the sh- the show we saw, yeah. Yeah. And we were all like dancing and jumping and like these random girls were beside us and She's like, oh, like, how are you guys getting home tonight? And I was like, oh, I'm going to drive. She's like, what? She's like, Like, how? She's like, what do you mean? She's like, you're all fucked up. I'm like, I'm not fucked up, man. I'm sober. And she wouldn't, she didn't believe me. She was like getting scared I was going to drive. I'm like, no, man. Like, I haven't had shit. And like every night, actually, we went back to my aunt's. Like, you guys had camping, but... Uh, we came
0: back the one night we had a hot tub party at your aunt's and it was so nice. Cause like, I didn't feel clean that whole music festival. Yeah, it's like, dude, I'm fucking disgusting.
1: Yeah. She made like a big beds for us. There was like eight of us that went back there and just had a hot tub and just fucking passed out. Cause it was pissing rain. Yeah. It was pissing rain. That was the thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I find it, I found that easier. Like I think still to this day, that was my best sober weekend, like doing anything because I find it harder to let loose um, and, and cause I knew you guys, right? Like, like I recently went to, uh, like, um, uh, my now girlfriend's birthday thing, like three months into hanging out and it was a weekend with all her friends in Whistler. And I was like, fuck, like I didn't want to drink, but at the same time, it's very hard. You didn't want to be the only person not drinking? Yeah. I just didn't feel like I could be, I could like let loose and, and be me without it. Um, I don't know. It's just hard it's just so much harder when like I'm at music festival. I don't fucking care. Even when you're at the bar, like it's I think of it being at the bar is like a little bit in the middle, but when you're like more personal with people, they, especially people that you don't know, I'm just kind of like sitting there like, okay, what I'm just going to get up and do a bunch of weird, stupid shit. Yeah. I don't know. I think also just cause our sense of humor and like the shit that we do is like makes it easier. Dude, not many know. people like our sense of humor. <laughs> like seriously <laughs> yeah i don't know like it's it's a lot that's for sure mm-hmm. I, I don't know lost a lot of like girl friendships over it <laughs>
0: yeah well, it's weird o- thinking like how, how we go back like like we said we had like stages like we were so close to like certain like even girls and stuff and then like dude i have
1: no idea what any of those people are even doing right now mm-hmm. like no idea yeah no it's just the way it it's goes, weird, man. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. As far as the sober thing goes, I think, yeah, like, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, yeah. I think you're doing great. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> it's
0: like, well, now we can still do stuff. Like, recently, me and you, like, we can go for runs. Mm-hmm. We can literally just go have a bite to eat, like, not drink. And, like, those are things I've always just wanted to do. But, like, I feel like we would always just live for the weekend. Oh, yeah. We would work, well like when we would work yeah stuff. yeah but like it was always like dude we would literally just work to finish monday to friday just to have friday saturday to fucking party mm-hmm. be hung over shit sunday go back to work it's like a merry-go-round right you're just like oh yeah
1: every time back
0: and forth back and forth same fucking thing
1: yeah man but i don't know i think even now like you know just even looking at you like you've made huge changes as well like sure we had those times where like we didn't see each other. And even like you scaled up your partying as I was like trying not to die. Mm -hmm. But then as I kind of came back around, we actually did party again a few times. Like I kind of came back for a bit and Mm -hmm. then realized I was just getting fucked up again. But either way, it doesn't really matter. Like even now, like the only reason we're sitting here talking about this is because you have opened up a lot uh, to things in your own life and like us and made your own realizations because if you didn't, Uh, you'd just still be doing the same thing. And even like, you know, you made the choice to go out of town and work and like do these things and get a, a, a useful job that's going to pay for, you know, a lifestyle that you want and realizing that, you know, the life that we were living wasn't what you wanted.
0: Man, there was no way I was going to make it out of that life. <laughs> I would like, so like when we would like go to the club and stuff, I would always do these odd jobs. So like, actually, I'll just say this. Out of high school, like I used to like work at like a medicinal grow up Mm -hmm. and I used to like go in like the mountains of Salmon Arm and like sit up there for months and like grow weed and like Mm -hmm. I did it around here and like it was like at the time it was like sick because I'd be like, oh, $25 an hour cash. Like that was pretty big money back then. I was Mm -hmm. like, dude, that's fucking sick. So I would like save all this cash up, work, whatever, how long. And then I would just blow it at the bar. I would like blow it on clothes bar and like literally have no money. Mm -hmm. Like, and it was just like this vicious cycle, dude. I remember going to the bar at times with like $20 in my checkings Mm -hmm. and like spend every cent of it on a beer and then be like, Oh,
1: like Mitchell grab me a beer. Shelby grab me a beer. Well, we would also offer a lot too. I remember that. Like, I never cared. It's like, even if I only had 100
0: bucks, we always had tabs with Alicia, right? We'd throw everything in there and you would just throw tabs. Like, if you forget to pay her at all, you'd go back to Gabby's the
1: next day, pay your tab. Oh, I know. I always forgot about that. It's just like, you're like, what did I spend last night? Oh, fuck, 200. Like, that's not even bad. (laughs) No, and even if we, like, yeah, I don't know, man. And even if, like, even if you had 20 bucks and I had 80 bucks, it was like, you're getting me drunk. Essentially, we had a hundred bucks. Yeah, literally, a hundred percent. Yeah, it was never really like, I don't know. We always were willing. I just do. I remember the same thing. A weekend with Mitchell, we were going like driving out of town. And that's when he was working at the farm. And he was like, dude, like, I literally only have 40 bucks till I get paid next week. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'll buy the fucking beer. Like, all we're buying is gas and beer. So, yeah. who gives a shit? So, it's just kind of funny. Like, always willing. I don't know. We were never worried about spending our last buck. No, that's where I'm coming from, though. Like,
0: It was only up until, like, I'd say two years ago where I really, like, I, like, looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, man, like, I got to make a big change here. Mm -hmm. Because, like, where I'm going right now, because, like, I've always had big goals and, like, like, I've always, like, had certain things I've wanted, like, especially, like, being friends with you guys you guys were like the youngest guys with houses. Like Mm -hmm. we had Mitchell, he had his house when he was 20 years old. You guys had your house when you were early 20s. -hmm. And I just always looked up to you guys in that sense. I'm like, man, like this is what I want too. Like I want to be able to have my own place. Like, yeah, I want to travel and do things. But like, dude, I've always wanted to have my own house. Mm -hmm. Like that's been my goal since I can't remember. Like Mm -hmm. just having my own fucking place. Like, yeah, just like it's all mine. Like I have no rules. No one like, like expecting me to do stuff around the house. Like it's (laughs) mine. Yeah. And then I just finally like Mitchell was probably like my biggest help in this whole thing. Like, at the time, what happened was it was like 2018. I was working at this like CNC shop with my neighbor owned in Port Hills.
1: Oh yeah, I do because all and I, I would bi- I build a-
0: like Boeing airplane parts, and like I would just like I would hate it, dude. Like, well, I still remembered every job you've ever had was like cash. It was b- always that's what cash. I'm saying. Most yeah. of it was cash, so mm-hmm. like that's why like the process of me buying my first place took a lot longer. Cause like I never had a paper trail. Mm-hmm. So like when I go to show a T4 from like 2017, they're like, dude, this guy made 600 bucks this year. Yeah, and <laughs> and I'm man. like, no, I made straight cash this year. Yeah. But then, so yeah, so I like, I worked at that CNC shop. Right. And I saved 10, I remember saving 10 grand and I was like, dude, I'm going traveling. So I, I was like, I need to go traveling. I always wanted to go to Southeast Asia. And I originally booked the booked the flight with Legler right and then like he like bailed like I remember almost like up to the time of the trip so like I got super scared I was like dude there's no way I can do this trip alone like Mm -hmm. I was like fuck that like I'm canceling my parents like talked me into it like you'll have the best time you got to do it and I was like hey like grabbed my backpack (laughs) went to YVR and I just hopped on this plane to China man yeah (laughs) and like I just remember sitting next to this chick and she was like bumping me like eating food and crumbs were landing on me I was so mad but my doctor prescribed me Ativan because like, right, I told right. him I'm like man like I because we like we'll get more into this in a bit but like I do suffer from like really bad ADHD like you guys are probably noticing right now like I keep moving <laughs> and I don't mean to be like I'm not on my medication right now but it's just like something I've always struggled with my whole life oh I know so then like I have this chick in beside me like and I always have like struggles like getting comfortable that's like my OCD thing is like sleeping dude i have to have my head in like a certain position when i sleep or i can't sleep mm-hmm. so like off the bat dude i was having the worst time i'm already depressed because i'm alone on this plane 14 hour flight to china then i have like an eight hour layover i popped a bunch of ativan i fucking was out cold mm-hmm. get to china had this layover and then i just like experienced this trip alone and it was like the best thing that i've ever experienced like mm-hmm. i'm so proud of myself for doing it mm-hmm. because like, if I didn't have, like, my parents and stuff, like, like, telling me that I should, like, I probably would have canceled that trip. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was, like, a huge thing.
1: Yeah, that's still something I'm way too scared to do, or I never did because of that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, man, but you just got to, like, lo- like, just do it. Mm-hmm. Like, no holding back. But um, anyway, so I came back from that trip. It was, like, two and a half months, and I blew that whole ten grand. Like, I came home with, like, literally, like, probably $25 in my checkings <laughs> account, like, no money. And then I, I, I like, I took a month off and I was like, it was like summer, it was like July. And I was like, man, like I need to, I need to work. Cause I was like, I was like still 22. I was like back in that, that phase of like not having any money. And like, I'm like, man, like when's this going to end? Like, I just like, I can't even go out for a bite to eat with my friends. Cause I'm that broke. Mm-hmm. So then at the time I was like, fuck, like, I guess I'm going to go back and work at this like machine shop. So mm-hmm. then I started working there again, made a bit of money. and then. Me and Josh Young, because at this point too, I was like, man, I need to live on my own. I need to like experience this. Like, so me and Josh Young actually rented a basement suite together for a year. Mm -hmm. So right when I rented the basement suite, me and Mitchell started having like big talks. He's like trying to help me out. He always has been like that, right? Just trying to look out for me and like wants to see me do better. Mm -hmm. And he's like, dude, just take this operating course. Like, cause like, it's something I've always had like a little interest in. Like, dude, Mm -hmm. like, would you rather be outside freezing cold or would you rather be warm in this machine? Like, Mm -hmm. Flicking joysticks, and I was like, "Man, like that's definitely like something I've interested in." But I knew it was really expensive. Mm-hmm. So, like at the time, through like our union, it like the course they charge, it's eighteen thousand dollars. I'm like, "How the fuck am I going to get eighteen thousand dollars?" Like, yeah, there's no way. So, like, I uh, I I applied for it. It was like the end of July. I just got this basement suite with. So I needed to make money to like pay my rent, mm-hmm. like food, whatever. And the union called me back. They're like, hey, like we have an opening in like the first week of September. Mm -hmm. I was like, holy fuck, like how am I going to be able to afford living in this basement Mm -hmm. and then going to pay for a school, which is like 18 grand. (laughs) So Mitch told me, he's like, man, like the union does like this, like they do grants for students. It's like one or two students a year that they'll give you like a $10,000 a Mm grant. And I was like, man, that'd make like the biggest difference. So like I emailed them, like got like talked to like the training coordinator and stuff. And then she's like, okay. She's like, we we don't know if we can give you this. And I was like, well, like I need to know because like I want to take this course, but I can't afford the 18 grand. Like Mm -hmm. I want to become an operator. And then she's like, okay, then they call me back. They're like, okay, like we'll give you it, but you have to write us like this one page essay about union principles. So I was like, done deal. Go to Mitchell's house, (laughs) grab the laptop. Fucking Google's my best friend. I'm just yeah, searching yeah. on the whole thing. Just type What into the hell are even Union principles. Dude, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I, thought I don't know. Like, about you or something. No, it's just like principles of the union. They're so like weird about that stuff. So I get in, I do it. And then I go, I go to the bank with John, my dad. And I'm like, okay, like I need to take like a fat line of credit out because I need to pay for like school. And I need to like live Mm -hmm. because like this course is three months long. So that's three months of rent, Mm -hmm. three months of gas, three months of food Mm -hmm. and And liquor, a little bit of partying on the weekends if I could. Yeah. So I was like, I got to do this. And then, um, so I got a $15,000 line of credit. My dad helped me out with a little bit of the money through the course. Mm -hmm. He helped me out with that. And, um, so I did the course, I passed, that, that, that course ended in like December. Mm-hmm. So like, it was like beginning of December. So that's already a point where it's like pretty hard to start getting work. Mm-hmm. Right? Because like, as soon as I did the course, I wasn't a full union member. Like they put me on a permit and you have to like work a union job for three months. Mm-hmm. So then I had to like, I kept calling dispatch and I was like, Hey, like I need to work. I need a job. I'm so broke. <laughs> like, yeah. I literally like have no money. I have rent to pay, like all this stuff. And then it was like, December was a write-off because they had like job shut down for Christmas so i kept calling kept calling and then like it was january 2019 was my first like big job that i started making money mm-hmm. so i called the hall they're like hey we have this job for you in fort st john and i was like fuck like sign me up mm-hmm. i'm driving this like tw- 2003 volkswagen jetta like that old body style like yeah, the shell yeah. this diesel and like this thing was just like i'll uh, have like a highway warrior like <laughs> i just like i cruise this thing man like so like my first I like I drove to PG because like winter time it gets really dark early and I'm like there's no way I'm driving these highways at like nighttime, like snow, fucking everything. Like yeah. it's pretty scary. So I, I I slept in PG. I woke up in PG. Like I remember this, like seriously, like it was like four in the morning. I'm like, I'm gonna get a head start on the day. There's still like three hours of like darkness. <laughs> and um I started driving and like there's this one road in between like PG and like Mackenzie and Dawson Creek. It's called the Pine Pass dude, it gets like 40 feet of snow a year. So, like, there was this, like, crazy snowstorm. I remember not be like, looking at the road because I was the first car, like, on the road, and I couldn't see, like, what lanes were. I was like, dude, so I'm, like, guessing. I'm like, fuck. And I'm in this car, like, semis are just flying by me. Like, just, I'm like, dude, I'm dying today. Like, this is when I die. (laughs) But, like, thank God I made it up there. And, like, I did that job for, like, two months and, like, I quit because like my, the guy I was working with was just such a cunt. Oh, I remember like, that. He would like yell at me. Like, I remember like when I, like, like when I, like the last time I stood up for myself, he's like, go back to Langley and like suck your mom's tits. <laughs> he told me that. And I looked at him. I was like, fuck you, bud. <laughs> oh, and I was my- like, I'm fucking out of here. And I just like got on the bus and left. But like <laughs> that job, dude, like I worked that two months. I think I owed like, I'd say like 12 grand in debt at this time. And I did like, the first month I was up there, I paid like almost all that debt off. So mm-hmm. I had like no money saved, but like I was like almost debt free, which like I like always wanted. Like I don't like owing money. Mm-hmm. I pay my visa off like all the time. Like I never have like money on that, but so I paid that off and then I came back and had a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. So like that job, that was like my savior in a sense. Because like, yeah. So then I have a level headed going on to my next job and opportunity. So then like, boom, like I'm fucking... My, all my debts paid off. And then Mitchell helps me get on this local job and like he, uh, so we get on that and then like, this is like when I'm like in my life, my first time ever in life, like actually having real money, like Mm -hmm. saving money, like making good money. So like, it was like new to me, but like, I think like I knew that I wanted to buy a place and Mm -hmm. like sooner than later. And I had this goal. I was like, man, like I want to buy a place next year. Like I'm going to save whatever I fucking can. Mm -hmm. And it helped a lot that like I switched my address from the number. I paid yeah. you a hundred bucks to like Photoshop these papers. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So like you helped me Photoshop these papers and um I had to switch my address. We switched like, it's so illegal. <laughs> I switched all these insurance papers, like for like addresses and times. Dude, I had to buy this custom hundred dollar stamp. Mm. Cause like you, they, it's so hard to find stamps that are backdated like dates because mm-hmm. I guess for the same thing, like fraud. Yeah. So I, I found the stamp like that's like 2018 and like, because, you know, like, insurance papers have, like, real stamps on it. Yeah, yeah. So, I just stamped stamp that, like, all this shit. You helped me with that. Sorry, my ears are really itchy. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so then I got paid this, like, it's called live-out expense, where, like, if you work out of town, they pay guys that don't live there to, like, find places to rent. Mm-hmm. But I'm still living at my dad's house. So, yeah. like, I'm, like, fuck, like, sorry.
1: <laughs> A little itchy. I'm, like,
0: making, like, all, and it's tax-free money, too. So, I, like, I would put that all away, and, like, I would just save. So, I I did that job for, like, I would say like seven months, eight Mm -hmm. months and then saved a bunch of money from that. And then last October I had like, I had think I like saved up like 45 grand Mm -hmm. and I was like, fuck. So then I'd like, this is when Lucas too started like, like becoming a realtor and stuff and like dealing with everything. And like all these guys are buying houses and stuff. And I was like, well, I was like, I want to go look at some stuff that's being built right now. So Mm -hmm. like me and Lucas, like we're looking around. And then like I found this one where like we were getting like a good rebate back where I was getting money back after the purchase. Like Mm -hmm. it was like a realtor kickback and we, I made a deal with Lucas, like I'll get money back in return. Mm -hmm. So we found this place like this unit and then like I fully went through with it as a Mm presale, but I knew to qualify for my mortgage that like, cause this was like my only real year on paper making like real money. Mm -hmm. So like I knew like for the up and coming year, I'm like, I have to make money. Like I have to like gross a certain amount year to date to be able to get qualified. Mm -hmm. So I took that gamble. I was like, fuck it. Like I'm throwing the money down. I'm doing this. And I just made it my goal. Like I was like, man, like everything put aside, like I'm fucking saving. And like, it was crazy. Like I, I literally recently just got the approval, which has been like the best thing. But like (laughs) if it wasn't for like this line of work and like, saving or like making this much money like i wouldn't be where i am right now but Mm -hmm. it it came with a big price though man like so i've been out of town most of this year yeah beginning of this year i was in fort st john for two months and then came back and and then i was working on the water for uh this company like dredging on the water building out the vancouver port Mm -hmm. and then i flew back well with my ex at the time it was pretty tough on her Cause when I'm out of town and stuff, obviously like, it's pretty tough. Like pipelining when you're pipelining, dude, you don't get, you don't get to come home, right? Like Mm -hmm. you get, you work Monday to Saturday, you get Sunday off. And like the only times you can come home is like a long weekend, Mm -hmm. but you have two days to what drive 12 hours to go home. And then there's a half a day, a day gone right there. Then go back up. It's like, I did that once with her when I was in PG, but, uh, It definitely took a toll on our relationship and like, especially myself, like I definitely changed last year a lot in the sense where like, man, my main focus was just saving and getting this place. So like it took a big toll on our relationships and stuff, Mm -hmm. which like I realize now and like it's, it sucks because like, I wish that never happened, but it happened. Yeah. But yeah, man, like, it was just crazy this past year. It's just, like, working out of town and, like, doing stuff. And, like, now, like, the job I'm at now, it's, like, I've never been on a job where you fly in, fly out, and you have a rotation, which, like, I really like. Mm-hmm. So now I'm, like, up there for 21 days and, like, fly home for eight days. Yeah, yeah. Which is nice because, like, you get to come home. Like, it actually just flies by. Yeah, yeah. So that in that sense, it like, it's it's been good. But, like, now it's, like, man, my main goal, like – I'm setting another goal for next year. Like I want to buy a place in Kelowna and I want to move up there over mm-hmm. my place out down here. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be my next big goal. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just going to keep working towards it. And like yeah. I feel like it'll be fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> do,
1: you, do you think you're going to try and you want to stay on like something more rotational or like, I,
0: like right now where I'm at, I'm in Kitimat and like, I'm like, like I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like the work's good. Like the people I work with, you're good. It's so weird in our industry, man. Like you go to a job to job and you'll see like 10 people that you've worked with in past jobs. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird like that. But yeah, I think like as of right now, like the, dealing with like all this like relationship stuff that I just dealt with and like where I'm at with my head and mind, like working and staying busy's like been like my biggest savior because mm-hmm. like I don't have time to like sit and think because like, when i'm like home alone like even now like i'm still obviously dealing with some stuff mm-hmm. but like when i'm home like dude everybody's doing stuff so like i'll be home and it's like a monday or tuesday and like most people like not you and stuff but most people that work regular jobs no, are I mean, home I don't do anything
1: <laughs> no but like you <laughs> have know, more time you
0: work on your own schedule yeah
1: yeah no i know what but mean. you know
0: what i mean like most people work these 9 to 5 and it's like what do i do in the morning i wake up go to the gym and then i literally will come home and i'm like dude i have like all fucking day to do nothing yeah so like what go i go for a run like But I like, I've definitely like done a lot of like new habits that I've never had before. Like I've never read. And then like, Mm. I like when I was dealing with a bunch of that stuff a few months ago or a month ago, whatever, I like reached out to you and Jamie. Mm -hmm. So we, I reached out to you guys and we started talking a lot and like, which helped me a lot. And then. You guys gave me some book recommendations. I started listening because I can't read. Like (laughs) this comes back to my ADHD again. I I can't read. I can't read books, dude. I'll read a page and then I'll totally forget what I just read. Yeah. It's just like my mind doesn't work like that. Like I have to listen to something. Mm -hmm. So then I got, I got audible or whatever. And we started like, I got some books. Like right now I'm, I'm uh, listening to Matthew McConaughey's like memoir. Let's call green lights. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. And then I recently started journaling. Oh yeah, that's so awesome. like I like I started when I was at camp. Like, it's just nice because like in moments, there's certain things I want to say and like I want to get out, but like I don't really have anybody to talk to about it. Mm-hmm. So like it feels so refreshing and nice just like to type what's on your mind, like feelings that you're feeling that day. Because realistically, you're not gonna look back on certain days and know how you felt in like these moments, unless it's like a huge emotional, like big, like dramatic thing that happened in your life. Like, you're never going to know, like, how you felt that day. And it's, it's pretty cool just, to, like, go back and look back and, like, mm-hmm. just, like, see it. You know what I mean? And, like, yeah. you can, like, just be like, fuck, like, that's how shitty I was feeling that day. Or, like, oh, yeah, that happened that day. Like, it's it's cool.
1: Yeah. It's crazy to, like, uncover patterns with it, too, where you can see, like, you're writing the same thing. or being bothered by the same things. Um, and also just, yeah, like, a way to get your thoughts, like, out of your head and onto the paper. So, it's like you're saying you want to, like, essentially release them. Yeah. I feel like then instead of like continually thinking about whatever it is, you just put it on the paper and then you're like, okay, well, like now if I want that thought, I can just go read it again. You don't have to like dwell on it, you know, you just Mm. know that it's there. And if you feel like going back to it for some reason or whatever it is, you can. (laughs) yeah man I think it's super good
0: definitely this year like I've learned a lot about my mental health and like a lot of things I've struggled with and I feel like it's been happening a long time Mm -hmm. but I've never like accepted it kind of in a sense I feel like like I just never like thought like this was like an issue but like it's it has been man and like I have been like trying things and like you guys referred me to people like I talked to Ed yeah yeah I've just like been like doing like trying more healthier habits like I Cut back on my drinking. Like, I, I haven't drank probably, it's almost been a month now. Oh, nice. So, I almost did your month challenge yeah. without doing the challenge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, like, work helps a lot, but, like, still, even at my type of job, see so people get pissed up every day. Oh, yeah. And I can't drink, like, during the days, man. Like, if I, I, I just, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not the type just to drink to drink. Mm-hmm. I drink to get fucked up and, like, party.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, like,
0: I'm not just the casual drinker. And, like, I, I also get, like, the worst hangovers ever where it's like, it's not worth it, man. It ruins no. my
1: next week. Oh, yeah.
0: I'm like, why do I do that for one night? Like, it's not even worth it.
1: Yeah, I find I don't, like, it, like now in like recent years, every time I do it, I'm like, okay, that's like, I just don't think it's worth it anymore. I feel like we've like filled our lives up with so many of those memories already. We're like, I remember back in the day, we'd be like, oh man, like, like we would think it is worth it. I feel like back in the day where what, I was like, like having that hangover. Yeah. Cause like, dude, yeah. and we'd be all be together and we'd be laughing our asses off. And like, it was almost like the morning after was funnier a lot of times, but I don't know. We always just had such crazy stories and things like, dude, like, it's just, I guess like the way I kind of lived about it was like, it's worth the story. Yeah. You know, I was like, man, it's worth the dumb shit. And It's, it's like, a,
0: what, would you rather this sick memory or this, or like, but you're like, you know, have to have this shitty hangover and like, obviously you're going to pick that. like.
1: Yeah, and then it's funny how it changes though. I feel like we just had so many of those memories. Like you kind of outlive it. Where now mm-hmm. it's just like, okay, like now you know maybe maybe now the memories that we want to create are just different. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, I like that's like one big thing, and I'm pretty like happy about myself. Is like I've definitely outgrown a lot of those things. Like, like now, okay. For like in the past, like when I've gone through breakups, I use alcohol. I was like, oh yeah, I'm like fuck. Like I'm just gonna get shittered. Like and yeah. use that as like in my outlet or whatever you would say.
1: And like cool. yeah, it's like doing that and going out is like you know, you see other people or potential like girlfriends or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, you think you're gonna see yeah, your potential Yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, yeah but yeah, <laughs> I'm funny. I'm meeting my new girlfriend tonight. Like go to oh, cactus fucking Dude, honestly, that's literally what we thought. It's like bro, I didn't have we a girlfriend would say that for that five years. All
0: the time, eh? Like, dude. Like maybe our girlfriend's at Gabby's tonight,
1: yeah, we gotta it. go, yeah <laughs> we literally would well, yeah, it took yeah, it took five years, I still didn't meet her at Gabby's mm-hmm. fuck,
0: but like for me, like I think it's something that I just accepted as like in the past two years, like since I've been like really like not like drinking and stuff, mm-hmm. where like I just know that alcohol's not for me, yeah, it's not something that I can just do, like that's what I'm saying, like that's why, like when I do get drunk now. It's got to be for a reason and it's got to be for like a good reason. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm not just like wasting that on like something, right. It's not like I have anything really against alcohol. Like I, I don't agree on like drinking every day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's not
0: like something I agree on, but like, I feel like if you can handle it and you can still have some fun with your friends, like on occasions, like I don't see anything wrong in that. No. But it's definitely something that's not for me in a sense, because like my body just can't do it. Like my I react like so bad to it. Like I become such an asshole when I'm hungover. Mm-hmm. I fucking hide in my bed. Like there's been times where you guys can't even find me.
1: Yeah. I get
0: texts like, "Dude, where are you?" And I'm like, "Dude, I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to like die." <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, you
1: would fall off the map for like oh, two man. days. like, I would be gone. Yeah. I remember getting calls from like your ex girlfriends, like what the fuck happened to Austin? Like, I'm taking him to fucking rehab. Dude, I would be like, holy shit. Dude, I was such an asshole, man. Like, I would be,
0: like, I would ditch her. I would be like, oh, yeah, like, I'm just doing this. Like, we'd literally just be out partying with, like, randoms till, like, five in the morning.
1: Yeah, man.
0: It's crazy, man. But, yeah, like, I feel like we've all, like, a lot of, like, our close friends, we've definitely outgrown it, which Mm -hmm. is nice because you still look back at certain people and, like, they still have those same habits. Mm -hmm. They still do that same shit. They still do, like... And like, I, just, I don't know, like, it's just nice knowing that like we can, we we could have grown out of it. You just hit it like a lot younger than us. Like, you. Mm-hmm. and that was kind of just like what you felt like. I like, I didn't stop doing it because like I had like the anxiety and depression and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was just more so I knew my body, like it wasn't meant for like that kind of stuff. Yeah.
1: You're still getting just negative effects. Yeah. I think too, like with our friend group, like we've all sort of mutually helped each other uh in a sense too, where like. Someone you know closely has like broken out of that, or has done the thing you want to do. Where like you know, Mitch doesn't drink much. Uh, oh, he's the
0: same way. But like when we do drink, we like we yeah. drink. Like,
1: but I think it's just where like you know, at least we we don't. Where some of these other friend groups we've been in and out of, or people that we know, like it's their whole group who's still doing the same thing. Um, mm-hmm. And if you don't have anybody inspiring you to change or do something else, uh, it can be very hard too. Cause you're still just like in the same group. You don't know anybody. Yeah. So I think that's, what's cool about like talking about even just sharing that shit here. Like the more people that we know that listen and we go, Oh shit. Like I used to get fucked up with that guy. now like, look at what's going on. Like, yeah, I thought, no, totally. Like I yeah. hope
0: someone listens to be like, fuck, like Austin Cobson was so much different like five years ago.
1: Yeah. So yeah, man, it's just like goes to show that everybody changes. And like, I don't know. I think it's like, you just have the choice to make any change you want. It's like alcohol really gives like, yeah. it's not you. It's just like something you can change. So,
0: yeah. And it's also like the people you hang
1: with. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Having like, because like
0: having you guys like stop that at an age and like always having like all my good buddies work out of town. So it's like, yeah. I barely even see these guys and like, luckily they don't drink when they're out of town so it's like i, I still talk to them every day but it's just like mm-hmm. when you're not around those guys like getting fucked up every day mm-hmm. and like obviously like all this like covid stuff nowadays it's like yeah you can't even go to the club but like even, even honestly, if the club was open right now i wouldn't even give a shit no I'd be like dude like
1: what am i gonna do like, yeah no i literally said that the other day to someone i was like dude like honestly that's the best part about covid is like i honestly never crossed my mind anyways to go to the bar i think I think it actually, like, worries me more about, like, people I know or like, being with um, a girl, and I'm like, oh, like, you know, would she be asking me to go out all the time, like, for drinks and stuff? Because I just fucking yeah. hate it. I'm like, dude, like, I don't want to do that. Um, but it's nice to just, like, know that I never, ever have to be prompted to, like, go to party at mm-hmm. a bar right now or whatever by anybody. Um which I don't get really much, anyways, because no one asked me, because I know I won't. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. I just feel, I feel like, like
0: we haven't really been like going to clubs and parties for quite some time now. So it's like, no, and nobody even has parties. Like, no, all
1: well, that we hang out with. No, so, I haven't been to one in a long time. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. It's more. I, I just have more fun like getting together for like. Dude, I'd really rather hang
0: out with two buddies, like go to like or a even nice the,
1: restaurant. Wasn't that the other night? You guys were here and just sitting around the fire. You and Jamie and. Yeah. Fraser. I don't know. I think that shit's like just as nice as like just sitting here and chilling and just talking. Like, I think, I don't know. I find so indie, like when you're getting drunk like that, you're not really connecting that well. And I think maybe that's even like why in our partying days, the after party was the best part Cause because we were all us. together, like connecting and talking and doing funny shit. Whereas like at the bar it's just loud and everyone's pissed you're waiting in line and like, there's not a lot of chat or any like mm-hmm. meaning. Um, whereas I think the aftermath of that, um, I don't know, but
0: yeah. But like, so recently I like got back on like my, uh, or my ADHD medication, mm. which is like, it's kind of different cause I used to be on it when I was like, like out of high school for a bit and mm-hmm. like I stopped it cause I didn't like the way it would like make me like it would suppress my hunger and it would make me like super like kind of jittery sometimes, but then like, I don't know. It's such a weird thing when you actually have ADHD and you like take your Adderall Mm -hmm. opposed to like, say you would take it and it would just be like a complete different effect, right? Right. Yeah. It affects you like how it like, like it's a fucking disease, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) But I like recently started taking it again, but like, I don't know, man. Like I just like, I I just, I don't know. It's not for me, man. I honestly, like as sad as this is, dude, I started like retaking it because like my relationship was going to shit. And like, I like had a lot of troubles, like focusing and listening and like certain things. And like, I would just like blow her off (laughs) at times. And she's like, you need to go back on your medication. I'm like, you know what? Like if this is going to like
1: work and like help us
0: out, like I'll do it for sure. So then I started taking it and then like (laughs) we didn't really end up getting back together, but
1: (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> <Start taking it>. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm still more. taking
0: I'm still taking it every day. Like it is it helps me in like certain situations, but it does the same thing where it like suppresses my hunger. And like I like working out and I like eating food and like I don't like not being able to eat food because I'm taking this fucking pill. Yeah. It's like I like to wake up, eat breakfast, I like to eat lunch, like I like to
1: eat. Do you feel like sick or you just don't feel I get hungry? Stomach
0: aches, I get headaches. If I don't drink a lot of water, I get headaches on it. Mm. And then it's another thing where it's like, if I don't have this window in the morning when I take it, like I can't fall asleep at night because like the stuff I take is called uh, XR, it's extended release. So like it releases throughout the whole day. Right. So like even at like night, dude, it'll still give me like that next dose. And yeah. like, I'm like sitting in my bed. I'm like, dude, I'm fucking wide awake, or you know? Mm. So then when I was dealing with like, our, um, like me and my ex's like breakup or whatever, um i went to my doctor because i couldn't sleep Mm -hmm. i was like man i'm up all night i can't do this and he gave me like a bunch of ativan so i'm like (laughs) taking all these fucking pills yeah just to get some sleep in me i'm like you know what like if this works so like i did it for like three nights and like he he warned me he's like man this stuff like this drug category is like so addicting like ativan is yeah yeah it's a benzo Mm -hmm. so it's like same like a classification as like Xanax and stuff. Yeah, shit fucking
1: drop. It's for anxiety
0: you. and stuff, right? And like, it does help you sleep. So like, I started taking them like at night and like I was getting like fucking great sleep. So mm-hmm. I was like, holy fuck, like just out. And I'm no anxiety, no, like not overthinking. Cause that's like a bad thing I have. Like a habit is like, I think so much when I'm like laying in my bed alone. Mm-hmm. Just thoughts are just like just yeah. everywhere, right? So like that helped a lot. But then I just like looked one day and like I still had like a big bottle of this shit and I just fucking threw it in my fucking toilet. I was like, I don't need this. Like, yeah. Th- I don't need it to rely on something to sleep. Like if I can't sleep a couple nights, so what? Mm-hmm. Like I just got to fucking power through it. like, it's, I'll, f- I'll fall asleep sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't want to rely on that stuff. Like it scares me, man. Like so many people get so fucked up from that stuff. Oh yeah.
1: It's not. So, so I
0: threw that out and then I was talking dude. Cause I haven't smoked weed in like three or four years. Like I don't smoke weed. Right. hmm. So I was talking to my mom, like my mom still smokes joints, like just like whatever, right? So I was like, I need to like find something that's like more natural because I take a lot of melatonin and stuff, but melatonin makes me like super overtired when I wake up. I get like really groggy. It's Uh, like, I don't really sleep. Yeah. yeah. You wake up and you're still like, just like so tired. And like, I don't like that foggy feeling. Yeah. So then I like, I went to this dispensary with my mom in White Rock and I got some CBD oil. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like just like CBD tincture and like it's like zero percent THC because like I don't I don't want to do THC. Plus with my line of work and stuff, you get drug tested like randomly all the time. Mm-hmm. So I just like it's not worth it. So I started taking that and like I still do and like it it's it's been helping a lot. Like I, I I'll take like actually I take less than like the recommended dosage because like I get scared. I always do that <laughs> I'm too. like fuck, dude. I don't want to get high. but It doesn't <laughs> make you high. No. So yeah. funny. So then I I just like. I take that now. It helps me a lot. I just, like, I don't get as much anxiety when I go to bed. I get good sleeps. And it, like, mm-hmm. help my recovery, like, after workouts. And, like, I noticed it a lot. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good.
1: Yeah, I so mean, to just try, like, I never have, but.
0: Yeah, I told you. I'd give you some. Yeah, yeah. I got a bunch of it. Like, you don't, like, there's there's no psychoactive ingredients yeah. in it. So, like, you don't get high. No. Right? Like, it's not like you're getting stoned. I was actually super nervous because, like, they make the bottles. Like, so there's, like, the zero THC. Which is the one I bought, right? And then there's other ones, which is like CBD with like 3%, 5% or something
1: like that. So that would get you high.
0: So you get like a little high, I guess. But like, I'm like sitting there because I have a drug test coming up in five days. Yeah. And we all know like weed lasts like 30 days in your system, right? Yeah, it's the longest one, isn't it? It's the longest one. So then I'm already stressing out. I'm like, dude, like what if like the guy that batched this batch of CBD, like mixed it with the other batch and like mixed batches? Like I was just like thinking all this dumb shit. Yeah. So then I'm like super scared. I like, so like I bought my own personal, I bought two drug tests so I could pre-take these drug tests, like these piss tests before I took my real one Mm -hmm. just to like have that like complete clarity. So I piss in the first one and like I do the swab or whatever. And then like, it's a four panel drug test. So like they only like do four drugs on the THC being one of them. Like all of them went negative and the THC one didn't say anything. So I was like, what the fuck? Like, am I like high right now? So oh then, my God. So then I, like I did the second one and that came up negative. So I'm like, okay, like that first test is probably just like something. Yeah. But yeah. like I passed it. It was just obviously something I was worried about. Cause mm-hmm. like failing, a, I've never failed the drug test before, but yeah. Cause like with our line of work, dude, like you fucking do anything in the like drug test. Yeah, and what we something, drug test.
1: If you like if you um like tested positive for drugs, do they like penalize you in any way?
0: Yeah, so I don't know exactly what happens. I know the guy, like if he was in a rock truck or whatever, and he like he like hit like this big water tank and he got drug tested and it came out for THC. And like he had to do this something, and like he's still working there. So, I don't know. Like no, I feel like the THC you do thing some, like, is such, it's such bullshit. Like, what? You work 21 days, you go home for seven days, you can't smoke a joint? Yeah. That's the thing I do, but, like, Yeah, I dude, think it's, it's kind legal. of dumb, too, yeah. So, like, I feel like they got to, like, do, like, a cotton swab. It's like, a 24-48 hour one so they know if you're stoned on the job. Not, yeah. not, like, in your spare time. I feel like that's kind of brutal.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't know. Like, I still... Don't obviously give a fuck because I don't, you're smoke, the donor I don't smoke weed. But like <laughs> at the same time, like, yeah, I don't know. You want to have a fucking rip of a joint or something like yeah, one day who gives like, a shit.
0: It's not like you're getting drunk or doing like. Yeah. Not I anything. feel like getting high is like.
1: The like, best thing ever. Yeah.
0: It's not bad. It's like drinking causes way more problems.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. And they're and, both legal. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well. What do you think?
0: I don't know, man. <laughs> you got anything else to ask me?
1: I don't know. Um Yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like yeah, you're just kind of wow, with the drugs and stuff and like you're getting yeah, dizzy in the of van. And what, are you still taking the ADHD stuff?
0: Yeah, I'm still taking that stuff, but I don't think I'm going to get my next uh, prescription. Like, try without it for a bit. Yeah, because, like, what do I need it for now? Like, I'm not working on a relationship. I know I can do <laughs> without it. It's like, yeah, like, <laughs> I sometimes I can't focus on stuff, but, like, dude, that's something I deal with myself. Yeah, yeah. Like, right now, like, I'm literally, like, touching myself this whole time and trying to, like, get comfortable in positions. It's just something I've, like, dealt with my whole life. Mm-hmm. It was funny because, like, growing up in high school and stuff, my mom wouldn't let the doctors give me, like... The prescriptions. Like so they knew that I had it. Mm-hmm. And like she's like, You're not taking like Adderall or it was Ritalin or something. Yeah, like it was that. Ritalin, all the They're kids. Like, you're so- not taking that. Like I had to like live through high school without fucking like what I was supposed to be taking. And then like what happened was like what really fucked me up was like when I like, I used to skateboard a lot. And, like, I hit my head at the skate park in Maryville so hard, dude. I woke up in the hospital, like, three days later. Mm. And I, like, served, like, complete memory loss. Like, had the worst concussion possible. Like, mm-hmm. and that was, like, my seventh concussion, too, at the time. So, yeah. it's, like, the doctors were literally telling me, like, your son can't do any sports. Like, no snowboarding, no nothing. I'm, like, dude, that's all my favorite things to do. Like, yeah. there's no way I'm not doing it. Like, I always had to wear a helmet, which, like, I still don't. <laughs> but... It was pretty scary, man. Because like I feel like that was something that maybe might have engaged like certain things that's happened. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it could make it like worse or new things or yeah, whatever I else. Don't know. Yeah.
0: Like head trauma is pretty serious in that sense, where like mm-hmm. it does a lot of long term stuff.
1: Oh no, hundred percent. Like
0: I've heard stories of people like getting hit so hard in the head that they like start going like like
1: bipolar and like, psych- mm-hmm. like all sorts of shit. Yeah,
0: man, it's crazy.
1: Yeah, it's definitely scary. I feel like even that was a big part of. My life, like I've had a lot of big head hits, like with hockey, yeah. um, biking, all sorts of shit, man. Like oh my I had God, tons that of times. We
0: went to Whistler we went biking in our first run. You fucking died. Dude, that was so gross. Oh, I remember that. We saw that video on Instagram. Yes, yeah,
1: on Dion's page, I think. This is like, so gross. Your bone just...
0: was just fully out of your elbow. <laughs> oh, Go dude, on. our
1: first run, eh? Yeah, it hurt so bad, man. Oh, I, I
0: felt so bad for you. And then Oh, I don't even want to talk about it. But we were in the hospital and they were like vacuuming out and like putting water in it. Dude, they were and there was like pebbles coming out of your arm, dude.
1: There was (laughs) There was two Uh, old ladies and I was like Oh, dude,
0: I was watching it, I was like, This is fucked.
1: They froze it and I forgot you were in the hostel with me. I thought you guys still rode. We
0: did one run and then I came back. I was like, man, I was so like not into biking at the time because like I just saw what happened to you and I was like, dude, this is going to happen to me if I keep biking. Because yeah. we know we, like that time we never wore pads, dude. You wore shorts and a t-shirt.
1: Yeah, but I hadn't ridden in like three years because yeah. we used to ride all the time. We were actually really good. And then mm-hmm. I like hadn't ridden in three years and I was like, fuck, I'm going to crush this mountain. We go right up to freight train and <laughs> just
0: eat shit.
1: And the rental bike too. Like they're just not set up for yeah. like the same weights and stuff sometimes. And it was just like, yeah, I was not ready. Remember what the fuck <laughs> I'm doing for those. I just hit this booter mm-hmm. like over the bars. Fuck that sucked. Yeah, man. But I don't know. What do you do? You get stitches. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Kay. Okay. Well, well, thanks for having me on. You got anything else you want to say? Any last words?
0: Not that I can think of.
1: Just got to get comfy.
0: Got to get comfy, <laughs> bro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sweet. Well, yeah, man, that was awesome. Like, thanks for sharing. And, and, you know, it was fun to talk about everything we've been through. And
0: Man, there's so much we missed, and there's so many things that, like, we should get we should get like a couple of the guys on for an episode and like
1: Yeah, man. I well I've been meaning to get like two more um mics that would be like desktop ones yeah. so it could have four like, people. But I, then I don't know, maybe we need a new channel.
0: We should start our own channel with like Yeah. Cause like stories I feel like people just don't want to hear.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it might get yeah, I don't really know. I just feel like I don't know, some people might relate to them or think it's funny or hate it or whatever it is but I think it also goes to show too like it's cool to show like how different we were like I think in the perspective of just showing change um and like extreme change it's not just like we had a couple beers and we're like always like super nice caring guys and then like now we just like have a few less beers and we're still caring. Yeah. <laughs> it's like But we just like we can go for like runs or we can go downhill biking or we can Yeah. Everything is just like I don't know. I think it's just cool to show like the diversity and the things that you can do as a person and the change that can take place. I think that's like mm-hmm. the main point of it. But yeah, it would be cool to get get everybody on here at once for some storytelling and shit. stories. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks we'll, for having me. Yeah, no problem. We'll be in touch. Yep. Okay. See, See ya.